Hello, everybody, and welcome to Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. I have, all right, look at you over here. Gino Brooks is videotaping, taking pictures during our broadcast right now. So just give you guys a little info on who we have in the house right now. Oh, see, hi from Italy. Hi. I just put Gino on to Periscope. All right, so if you guys don't know about Periscope, get on it. You know, I'm getting a little tight, mm-hmm. so people okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam, it's a little tight over here. We got the we got a two camera setup, so it's transitioning nice. to our three mm-hmm. camera setup here. Yes, uh, live uh, on Periscope. Like I said, Periscope. You can go in here, talk to people live, ask questions. Got the apple juice. I got my water. Boom. All right, so we are ready to start. And like I said, I'm gonna tell you guys about Gino, so you guys, you know, know who we talking to today. You know, Gino is a writer, director, producer. Oh, how's life? Okay. Oh, look, love from Turkey. Hey, Turkey. How you doing? There we go. See, I was telling him about it. There we go. Now I feel good now. Yeah, he's like, I want somebody to respond to me on Periscope. (laughs) Somebody to say something. So I'm going to tell you guys from Turkey and Italy and everybody else that's watching, watching on Periscope and listening to the podcast. Like I said, we have Gino Brooks here. Actor, writer, director from the very popular and award-winning Black Boots. Ooh. Also seen on The Therapist. Oh, look. Oh, yes. yes. And his company, Band of Artists Collective, they have won various awards with their great works. Doing films, doing web series, doing projects, doing whatever you need to entertain you visually, mentally, all that stuff. So you, you guys do weddings too? I saw it on the website. Yeah, People we do, do weddings. weddings. Yeah, we make cinematic weddings. Yes. Yeah. With a cinematic touch or feel to it. Yes. Love so. it. Love it. So mm-hmm. as you guys know, he is always staying busy doing great works. Because obviously you got to be doing something good if you win an award. That's true. We, that means we're, we're working over here. Yeah. I mean, unless your mama gave you the award. No, not this time. See? Not this time. She gave me a couple back in the day, but not now. Yeah. When you get like real awards, that means you got to be doing good work, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, everybody watching and listening, like if you're doing something good and you're getting an award for it, that means you're doing something right and going the right direction. That's, I, that's what I have to say. That's true. It's a reward of your efforts mm-hmm. and appreciation from your supporters and, and your fans. So uh, that's why awards are very... Very, very, very important to us and what we're doing over at BOA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now tell us, well, first of all, we got the apple juice. If you guys don't know, it is water or wine, so I let, you know, my guests pick. I'm drinking water. You know, I got a little apple juice. Uh-huh. You know, apple juice is good for you. Mm-hmm. It's fruit. It has some sugar in it. Quenches the throat. Just a little bit. You know. Uh, so tell us, because like I said, we talked about Black Boots, yeah. and that's your project. That's your baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the story behind it? What makes you decide to say, this is the story that I want to tell with Black Boots? Wow. Black Boots has been like sitting in my head for four or five years. I went to HBCU. That's a historically black college here in the States. And, um, and I play as this, what, what we call fraternities here. And during that time, I was just like, you know what? I think this would be an interesting story to tell, to let people know what it looks like from the inside looking out of the pledge process. So that, like I said, that, that the, the, the idea came about five years ago. Then I was like, you know what? It's time to start writing. So I started writing the story. And then um, as the story came along, that's when the characters and the people that I knew as far as casting came about. So it was just something that I felt like that needed to be told um, from a, a real insider's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you also have, I mean, I don't repeat this, but as mm-hmm. I was writing on my notes, like, I, I get a little creative, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I need my little note card, so I did my little 
AKA. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let, let me let me let me finish that last. So that, mm-hmm. and I'm like I said, I'm a member of Alpha Five Fraternity Incorporated, and um, Meg is my soror. If mm-hmm. you don't, if you know what that means. Um. So yeah. So it was just like you know what? Let's tell our story from an authentic, uh, authentic place, if you would, because we. I was tired of Hollywood telling our story, but not giving. As much depth as we are of we that we own, if you will. I was tired of seeing step shows and parties and things of that sort. Um, so I was just like, you know what? Let's do it. The Black Boots will be the story to tell everything about it uh, without giving out too much. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So anyway. for everybody who's watching and listening, mm-hmm. go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, web series are so like the new thing that everybody's doing mm-hmm. right now. So if you want to watch a really great web series and learn something for the people in Italy, they probably don't know anything about sororities and fraternities and lifestyles like that. So, That's but true. at the end of the day, go watch it. Open your eyes. Try something different. You know, Italy and who else was it? it was Italy and man, I, oh. I, I don't mean to forget about I know. Sweden. 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 Okay, <laughs> Sweden. Sweden. Go watch it. Learn something new, and then tell all your friends in Sweden mm-hmm. and in Italy, like, oh, you guys didn't watch Black Boots today. Right, right, you right, know, right. Right. Uh, oh, this is up. Oh, guess who's on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Karina just said, hey. Oh, Karina. <laughs> Brooklyn, what's the deal? <laughs> so she's on it too, guys. So go check out um, Black Boots. And um, she said, hey. <laughs> but yeah, so it's important. Like, go open your eyes and try something new for those who Absolutely. don't know or for those that do know and say, where and are a part of a sorority or fraternity. Like, yeah. where have you been? So it's just you know? a, it's an interesting way of um, storytelling from, um, you know, web series formats and and. Black Boots is one of the ones that cap- we capitalize on that that whole way of telling that story, if you would. So, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Now, you started Band of Artists mm-hmm. Collective. Now, how did that go about, and what made you decide to start that? It's crazy, because I have my own... Well, both of, both of them are companies, but uh, I started off with G Media Productions, and then what happened was I, I met another filmmaker uh, by the name of Lamont Pierre, and then, um, then Jared, our third partner, and I was like, you know what? It would be pretty dope if, you know, if we could combine our resources and talent under one umbrella, um, for the same for the same goal. And that's kind of how we came up with Band of Artists. It's a basically three filmmakers that came together that feels like um, we can use utilize our resources to help one another. One and two, bring on other artists and support their efforts towards their goals and dreams. Mm-hmm. So we started that in 2000, August of 2012, and um, ever since then my career has just like changed. You know what I mean? So I'm excited about it and you know, everything that we're doing over there. And, and our whole goal is to, to support other artists and help push them forward. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are the type of stories that you want to tell? Well, we kind of model ourselves. Basically, our style is a little edgy, a little dark. Um, but we, we model our, our, our cinematic storytelling by, we call it, we like to call ourselves the baby, baby, um, um, baby HBO, if you will, of the Mm -hmm. web. So, you know, we, 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 we formulate our stories Mm -hmm. in, in around that kind of edge, you know, Mm -hmm. um, everything's compelling and edgy. So that's kind of what we do. Hopefully I answered that question. No, you you did. You Mm -hmm. did. Do you have any projects, you know, now that you're doing your own stuff that you yeah. wish you didn't do? Or you look back and like, 
You know, if you yeah, they're, if they're, I played something right now, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. shit, why'd you play that? It's a, it's a couple <laughs> acting wise. Um, there's a couple scenes or a couple projects that I probably wish I hadn't attached myself to. Um, but we all learn that, and uh, as we're coming up in the game, it's just like you know. But once you figure out who you are as an artist, and I figure out now, I know who I am as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have made the same choices that I made back then that I that I'm doing now. So um, my my choices, acting wise, are a little bit further in between, further between because I'm able to create my own content and wait on or audition for the perfect role for myself. Mm-hmm. So it's really about. The acting that I probably chose, I would cons- reconsider certain moves, but you know, storytelling wise, no. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm graduating in, in every project. I get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what about if someone submits to you and says, "Hey, I want you guys to help me produce this project," and, and you look at it and you're like, "Ooh, that's kind of, that's kind of it's, it's a great question because we get a lot of people that submit now. It's funny to now see that we're the production company that people want to work with. Um, but here's the thing. It has to match our style mm-hmm. for, in order for us to produce it for our network. You know what I mean? But we will work with somebody um, for their own movement. So it's kind of two separate answers for one question. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just ha- we have to be moved by the story, um, character. We're big on the writing aspect of it. Um, so if, if the writing is good... It's a good chance that we'll get behind it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, also, I'm looking <laughs> trying to look incorporate questions with it. Okay. Here. Cool. Yeah. So, what type of shows or movies do you think are your style? Drama is my genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm writing this new project that I'm working on. I'm, I'm finding myself. I'm finding my comedic timing to actually be better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I would say. I would say dramatic um, love stories um, or action um, and are the kind of stories that I like to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's it. I think that's. I think that's it. Those are the ones I like. But I'm I'm getting more into comedy, um, dark comedy. So you might end up. Do- oh, okay. I was gonna say, so, are you gonna do like the reverse Will Smith? Because you know how he came out doing comedy and now mm-hmm. is doing drama. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm open to everything now. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to trying to expand the brand, um, expand my opportunities, and get better with every project. That's 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 my goal for everything that I do is to, you know, to get better at every project. By if it's writing, if it's production, if it's casting, if it's if it's lighting, whatever that is, I just look at each each, each prog it's each program to be like school, if you mm-hmm. will. So. Now, what made you decide? Because obviously, you're doing acting. Mm-hmm. Was acting first. Acting was first. And then say, okay, I'm going to start doing directing. Acting was first. Mm-hmm. Writing came... Writing, well, the love for acting is first. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual start practicing was the writing. Um, then when I started um, doing little plays and stuff like that back in school, it was just like, you know what? Let me start trying to tell these stories that's in my head. So after that, I started working on my projects, uh, writing them, and then producing them but when i came to la my first gig was an acting gig um a feature film that still hasn't been released um but if it does i'll be so excited it's coolie hot too so okay. i was a co-lead in that and that's kind of still hung up on some politics you know with independent, independent mm-hmm. films how that can be mm-hmm. um but yeah so i would say acting came first um writing 
is the one that's kind of been there all the time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, what do you have? Uh, do you have any favorite TV shows, movies? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was inspired. I'm a, I'm a huge, like, Cosby kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was I was inspired by... It's fine, because that's going to be next week. Yeah. Oh, see. I have a guest from that show coming on us. Sweet. So stay tuned if you guys want to hear a little <laughs> bit about that next week. <laughs> so yeah, I was I'm, I was inspired by um, you know the the all the all the Cosby shows. You know mm-hmm. uh, everything that they were doing back in that back in that genre, the late what was it, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what I was into. Um, one and that was because my environment was totally different than what I was looking at on TV. Mm-hmm. So in order to get there. I figured I had to tell my stories. That makes sense mm-hmm. to kind of put me in a place that economically we weren't in. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's why a lot of my stuff is about women, strong women. Like Claire Huxtable is one of my favorite characters of all mm-hmm. time. So, yeah, yeah I like yeah. that different world. Yeah. Um, so when people ask me about Black Boots, for example, I like to say just so they can get so they can kind of match to understand where it come from. Is I like to call it a. Um, a little bit of a different world mixed with a little bit of um, um, Snump the Yard. Okay. Know, it's like a, it's a merge between two, or a higher learning. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we can, you know, we kind of cover all bases, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I like how you said you like working with or showcasing strong women. Yes. Because I very... feel like sometimes as a man, you know, you know, you hear like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, I want to. I want to stay with what I what I know, right? You know, right. and I know you know you're a man, so right, it's right. like you feel comfortable right, doing right, right. stuff for men. Mm-hmm. But I like now, why is that? Well, my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in the. I kind of it's kind of one of those typical stories. I grew up in a single family home, and my mother was my father, if you will. I she celebrates Father's Day because of she was the only one that was there for me. So I try to make sure that women are um, upheld in a in a, in a very strong light you know the knowing that they can do anything independently um so i just try to show that up for moms yeah (laughs) so i try to show my i try to make sure that my 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 characters when i'm writing my for my females that they're very they have a lot of depth to them even if they have a lot of scars or you know like scar tissue if you will then i try to at least make sure that that comes from a place that uh, most women can relate to Mm -hmm. so now what's the project that you feel that you are most proud of or wow. maybe the one that your mom was the most proud of. She, she loves a therapist. Mm-hmm. My mother, because my mother comes from social work or social services. That's her favorite project, you know what I mean? Um, but she's 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 reading my feature film right now um, that I'm going into production for um, uh, in fall of next year. And that's a little bit more personal story because it's kind of like a, a touching on how I grew up. Um, so a lot of that is a lot of truth based. Um, so far as reading, she likes to read, she, she likes to read that, but entertainment wise, watching it and looking forward to every episode is the therapist. Mm. Yeah. So I would say that's made her most proud to, to go out and say, my son is doing this and that, you know, share, share his YouTubes and stuff like that. Mm. Now, now when I went home last time, I showed her how to watch it. Um, via the Apple TV, so she's watching on big screen. And she says it like, uh, "When is my next show coming out?" So that's so cute. Yeah, my mom's, yeah. my mom's is like, and I don't give her no secrets, so I don't tell her when something's coming out. She's waiting on it just like the fans are. Oh, yeah, okay. So I think that helps her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's just waiting too, like everybody else, yeah. trying to figure it out. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever had any uncomfortable moment on set? 
as an actor, as a director. I mean, as a writer, it's a little bit different, but mainly as a director or as an actor. As a director? Yeah. Um. <laughs> and what was it? <laughs> you always know the light bulb goes off when someone's like, starts laughing, like, yeah, yeah. that time. I mean, okay, directing is it's a little bit different because especially when I, when I say at this level, and I'm only talking about resources-wise, like mm-hmm. production budgets and stuff like that. So a lot of times I have, I pick amazing talent to work with, first of all. Um, but sometimes um, they, you can't pay, I can't pay them at this level right now what they're worth. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes as a production, um, I just remember just getting behind and having a whole room full of people um, mad at me because we were behind. Um, like in like 30, 40, 40 oh, time minutes. Wise. Time okay. minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Time wise. So that was kind of that moments like that, um, that, that tends to have me, um, pushes me to kind of rush things. Mm. So when I'm in that kind of mode, it's, it's, it's a little bit difficult. So, um, it's hard to kind of manage. Um, but I've learned to work through those things as the various projects come along. You know what I mean? So just, just having respect for people's time is one thing that's on the back of my, is always in the back of my mind. Um, and challenges wise, if you know, it's the stress, if you see stress level, I'm not worried about how many shots I need and anything like that. I'm just worried about making sure that I maximize my talents mm-hmm. time properly. Cause a lot of us, we got, you know, after we do this project, it's, we got to go, we got to clock in, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or we called off work for this and can't come back the next day to try to reshoot something else. Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of, those are the most difficult, most challenging things as a director, as an actor, one of the most uh, I remember shooting a scene um, in the therapist, <laughs> yeah. and it, it was a love scene. And uh, how, can, how, how open can we talk on here? You can be very open. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, one of my my actor, the male actor, was like physically getting aroused by mm-hmm. the girl, mm-hmm. and um, it was <laughs> it was a room full of people, and I uh, and I remember her being uncomfortable, so I had to. You know, try to calm them down, but stay on, stay on budget. Had to remedy, try to get a pillow between them, stuff like that. You know, that's camera magic. But those are the kind of things that I would say not difficult, like hard to deal with, but just like, you know, making sure that I'm respectful of somebody's space um, mm-hmm. while trying to get the performance that I need. Now, have mm-hmm. you, because I had this question for someone mm-hmm. last week, yeah. and have you ever done nudity? Me? Yeah. No. Or would you? Here's if the, the role required here's for you to do nudity. Here's the thing. Um, for me, I'm blessed. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, And I say that to mean like I'll have, I can walk around outside and feel very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm married. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, And, and I, have, I have kids. So in that kind of, in that essence, then I can't do certain projects. But, it, but I will do something for the right project, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Lupita, for example, with the whole, um, the slave, what was it, uh, 12, 12, year 12 years slave. slave. Mm-hmm. Like something like that for a breakout role, and now she's who she is, but it's also respected. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think that's the kind of role um, that it, it would have to be, mm-hmm. if, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I know you said we were mm-hmm. talking about what you're working on now, the feature film. I'm writing the feature You're writing film. the feature yeah. film now. I'm in production for uh, another series right now. Got it. And mm-hmm. what's the name of this series? It's called Mind of a Single Male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, what's that about? <laughs> I'm like, hey, is this like you prior? Because you know you said you're married. Is yeah. this like your lifestyle? We're going to touch yeah. on that later. Yeah. But is that beforehand? It's it's a lot of, yeah, because it's like I, I write so much and I have so many ideas. They'll sit in um, on my computer for a mm-hmm. while. You know what I'm saying? Until I'm, I'm able to produce everything else that I'm currently working on. So Mind of a Single Male is something that I've... That's kind of been around the same time, Black Boots. So a lot of the t- that time span of my thoughts and projects mm-hmm. are coming out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my number single male, it's basically about the guy. The main character's name is Chase, and um, basically what it is 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 you get to see what we really, what we, uh, men really think about certain situations. Mm-hmm. Like if you was just to, you know come to my house unexpected. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he might give you a soft version of how he feels, but to the camera and to the audience, it's education. Like, yo, why the hell is she at my door? Like that whole, you know, you get the real. Is she hearing this? No. Okay. So it's kind of like the audience gets the audience. Yeah. So look at so my number single male is more of it's like the do's and the don'ts for women to understand Mm -hmm. the life of an alpha male. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like how alpha men think. Like you know, um, yeah. So. When is it too? When is it too soon to just to let your man know that you're in, in his bathroom taking a dump? Mm, you see what I'm saying? You don't. Never. You don't. I don't do that. Right. So <laughs> stuff like that. Like yeah. when is it okay to just miss a shave every now and then? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you get the you get the feedback from a guy's perspective on how we think about that. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Now, yeah. what motivates you to do mm-hmm. your acting and your directing? Just to be in this business, what drives you? I wouldn't change. You know, um, my life, um, I probably, the only thing I would change is probably getting started a little earlier, but, you know, I was going to school to get my master's degree to have something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Um, but what motivates me is to be one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I wanna be remembered like Hitchcock, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, Scorsese, you know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, Spike, when people hear his name and hear his brand, I want somebody to remember Geno Brooks as one of the one of the guys that you know can really do it all. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times out here in Hollywood, a lot of people say, "Yeah, focus on one thing." You know, you have to do this, you have to do that. Yeah, what I realize is I just had to compartmentalize. I don't know if I said that right, but just like group them and work on certain things while all things are being ran at the same time. So if I'm writing, I'll block out a week to write four or five episodes or something um, all while I'm probably auditioning during the morning. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I won't direct anything until I have time blocked out for my schedule. So that's kind of how I just, you know, so it's, it's important for me to one day be considered one of the greats. And, and right now what it's about is being able to maintain and, and provide for my family doing something that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, it seems like you said prioritizing. It seems like you really got to yeah. prioritize. Yeah. So some people, yeah, you have to do a lot of stuff. Oh, that's a good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, you said you went to school to get your master's. Yeah. And what was your master's and what was your, your master's in and what made you decide to do that? And again, this goes back to my mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I played sports in high school. I always knew I wanted to act, right? But I, from Chicago, I really never knew what that trajectory was. Like, how do I get there? You know what I mean? Because I wasn't in L.A. So I was just like, you know what? The biggest role model for me outside of my mom's is Jordan, right? So if I don't make it in basketball, I'm going with my mom's. Mm-hmm. And my mom's was in social services, so I went to college and I majored in rehab, 
rehabilitation, mental health, and then uh, end up getting my master's degree from the University of Kentucky mm-hmm. um, in rehab counseling. And so that allows me to be a social social worker here in LA um, um, during during the, during the day, um, if you will, um, but to support my family while I'm chasing my dreams. Mm-hmm. So it was important for me to, uh, and this isn't because I know you do this. There's no knock. I just couldn't come. I I knew I couldn't support and, and also provide support for my nephew who was back home. That's another story. Um, by working every day. Um, as a, as you know, in in the in the retail industry, of if course, you will, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me let me go ahead and get something that I feel like I can make a decent living at while I'm chasing my dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that well, that has to be you know your finances, you know yeah. your situation, yeah. you know where your money needs to be allocated. Yeah. yeah, I always tell people, you know, I had a friend of mine that said, should I work work overnights, like right. just so I can free up and mm-hmm. do auditions. And my fiance was like, once you do overnights, it's hard for you to actually get up and do auditions. And I said, well, I get it, her thought behind it, Mm -hmm. but you need to do what works best for you. Absolutely. Now, because of what I do, it works best for my schedule. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if I knew I had to support kids, if I had to support my nephew, my mama, my sister, my daddy, whoever, Mm -hmm. you got to figure out how it's best for you to pursue your dream and do the things you need to do. With your, yeah, you know, with a job and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think that's great advice. Thanks. You know, I appreciate that. You have to really figure out what works best. Mm-hmm. Um, now going back to on the business side, yeah. who do you want to work with professionally? Wow, man! Like I dream of stuff like this too. Um, I would love to work with, work with Mark Wahlberg. He's like one of my producer heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just—I think he's just dope. The way he selects his projects. Um, you know, again, because it's really selective and um, mm-hmm. how I choose to work with projects and work with people. But Mark Wahlberg, um, I would love to work with Spike, of course. Um, but as and I, I, Regina Hall is somebody that I would love to direct. Um, also, Nia Long. Um, mm-hmm. But, and, um, and, um, oh, and Tesla. You know what Tesla is, right? Tesla's no. a car with the batteries and oh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got you want to work with a car? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm, well, I'm developing uh, an app right now, so mm-hmm. um, just I would love to kind of integrate that with, with that brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Now, how important do you feel like networking is in this business? Extremely, extremely important. Um, and I think over the last couple of years, I was one of those people that. This was this was my struggle. I would do the work, you know what I'm saying. I, people would know me for hopefully quality work and my worth ethic and hopefully being a genuine good person. But where I was failing at for a few my first years, if you will, was the networking. Uh, I think networking is extremely important. I think it's I've learned different different ways to go about networking. Um, you don't have to be at a party. When you're in LA all the time to network. Usually if you're networking in those situations it's not the right thing for you. Um, that's what I had to learn. But most importantly, um, is how to follow up. Cause I would be like, yo, I hit a person, I'll run into a big time producer, director, hit me up, they'll say, Here's my card, call me, email me, keep me abreast of what's going on and after a couple months, you're still the cat and mouse game. Mm-hmm. And because of my my this is the OG because of my pride and my ego and what I feel like I am uh, talent-wise, 
I was like, I can't keep continue to chase these people that I think I'm equally as dope as. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, just continue to do the work. But what I've learned is, all you got to do is figure out a system that helps you stay abreast or stay on top of those things that you should be doing. If you have, we got smartphones now. If I got, I got an app on my phone that tells me to hit two of my mentors every week. I mean, every month. So on the 14th of every month, they may not know it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm emailing them just to let them know, hey, I'm still here. These are the things that I'm working on. Um, if you ever get time, you know, no press. But if you want to do, um, if you can get lunch or anything like that, or here, watch a video. You see what I'm saying? So I've, I've, I've gotten smarter about how I do it versus how often I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. Now, you said you have two mentors that you hit up. Mm-hmm. How influential do you feel like your mentors have been to you, and do you want to have, or do you have a mentee? I do. Um, he wouldn't call, one of them, one of my biggest mentors, he wouldn't tell you that he is my mentor, because um, he's just that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's 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 dope, and, um, and when I need him, he's there. Um, but I think it's very important. I think a mentor is just as important as um, a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're out here, um, if you're trying to be this actor or this director or this writer, then you need to find people that's in that field that you respect and you feel like you can learn something from. You know what I mean? And not necessarily, like, help me. You know what I mean? That's the difference. Like, also with that is I learned that my mentors aren't people that I'm saying, this is where I'm trying to go. This, These are people that's like, I'm just, just I'm, I'm able to vent to express these ideas oh yeah that works or that doesn't and then whatever comes of that mm-hmm. if they hear of any opportunities then i'm able to get them you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but when you lead with this person is this you know and hopefully that can get me to the next thing then most times it won't end in the way that you want i've got the most help from my mentor now when i stop when i stop asking him for stuff mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying when mm-hmm. i just informed him of what's going on and the only thing I would ask for is if he had time to hang out, let me know. Got it. Yeah. And your two mentors are in the business, too. I'm sorry, yes. And okay. two mentors are in the fields that I want to be. I want to write for TV. I want to. I would love to be a showrunner at some point in my life. Um, and a showrunner, if you don't know what a showrunner is, that's basically somebody that can take a show and get it greenlit um, and staff the people that you need on networks to... Um, and make sure that the show is running, being ran properly, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, what about mentees? Do you have any little mentees that you're helping? I do got a couple. Um, and I'm, I'm a big guy on that. I, I volunteer, with, you know, with fraternity, with our fraternity and stuff like that. Um, I stay connected, and I try to make sure that I'm I'm approachable and reachable for, any, for somebody that I feel like is really trying to do what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Um, I had to filter through a lot of people. Um, cause I'm so given, um, I had to get through a lot of people that really weren't, they were looking for, like I said, they were looking for me to link them to somebody or introduce mm-hmm. them to somebody when they weren't really trying to do the work. So once I figured that part out, I have one or two people that anytime they need me, I'm there for them. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Now, uh, like you said earlier, you are married and you have mm-hmm. kids. Yes. So how are you able to separate or balance between, you know, your personal life in mm-hmm. your professional life and do you feel like it's a struggle to do that or it was at first because again when you come when you come to LA um 
you have this way of you thinking things you should do things mm-hmm. and um I've changed so much man and I and I'm not ashamed to say it I was I was at a point where I didn't think I would think an opportunity of me wearing my ring outside would stop an opportunity for me to to, to further my career mm-hmm. and then you know as I got closer to God you know what I mean and, and realized that that woman that loves me is there for me and is wouldn't be out here cuz she's not from here um to hold me down as much as she's been doing you know what I'm saying like I had to appreciate that um, and, and a lot of, and not that I was dissing her, I thought, but now I was, you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, I say that to say when I got here, I thought partying was the way to do it. Um, linking up with people and nah, man, listen, if you, you should be, the next person is outworking you. If you're out partying, you go out to party every now and again to meet up with your friends. If it's for a specific reason, maybe for a holiday, but you should be in your craft. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I got here, I was just, I was, I, I did it the wrong way for the first first year or so. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and since then, I've just been able to redefine what was more important to me, and that's family, and um, and then my career. So I make it work. So if I don't have to go out for an event, if it's not a, a mandatory kind of networking situation or support of somebody like yourself, like my friends, then I don't go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't, there's no reason to just go out. All right, it's Tuesday. I'm going out. And it, not for me. Got it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's usually planned when I'm going out, with, either networking or to support my friends. Now, does she go out as well? No. And or that's is it just that's, not her? That's not her thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At all. And that's the beautiful part about it. I don't know if I could comfortably be around her and be my, you know what I'm saying? So that's the crazy part to it. Mm-hmm. But that's who we are. Uh, my best friend. And, um, but nah, she this why why it works for us is because she, my, my wife's an orthodontist, so she has she's what do you call it left brain right brain she's that kind of uh, thing. Yeah. She has no she has no other than supporting me. Right brain. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. she's more of a right brain. And I'm left brain, so um, she has no interest in that. Mm-hmm. All it all that matters is, you know, are you doing the right things to make sure you book the next gig? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she helps. A lot in creative wise, she'll be the first to tell you. She'll she think a lot of ideas come from her, but I'm the creative one. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway. we know at the yeah. end of the day that it's her idea. <laughs> so we know what we know who's really contributing. Right, right. <laughs> who right. said uh, we doing strong women up in this house? Exactly, exactly. You know that's what we are gonna represent in this family. And that and that's, <laughs> and that's and again because she does have a lot to do. You know, she's the first one that reads anything that I write. Mm-hmm. So if it's anything that's not in place where how she feels women should be, she's going to stand up for y'all. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I love about it. You know, but I'll be like, yo, but babe, these, this is what really happened. They do play themselves. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, all right, I'll give you that one. But over here, we can't have her be seen this way. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like they can't all be thoughts. In the can't thing. all be thoughts. <laughs> yeah. She at least got a thought with a pro- with a plan. With a plan. <laughs> <laughs> she gotta be a thought with a purpose. <laughs> with a purpose. But it's her purpose in life. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like okay, so she's an educated thought. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. we'll let that slide. We'll let that slide. <laughs> but yeah, so how? Because mm-hmm. you said she's not from here too. No, she's not. So did you guys move out here with the kids, or did you guys have kids here? We had kids here. Kids here. Yeah. I, but yeah, how I'm, was that moving from, you know, from one state to another? And I've actually had someone ask me this, but this, yeah. hopefully this will get to them. Mm-hmm. It was a guy, and he's a nurse from yeah. Northern California, so okay. even in the same state. Yeah. But his passion is acting. Mm. He's married, and he mm. has kids. 
So he has to think, like you're yeah. saying, I got to support a family. Yeah. What would you, do you recommend? What, I, what I would recommend to somebody like that is, um, of course, I'm sure by now he's probably talked to his wife um, to see if there's something that she can get behind and support fully. Because it, if she's not getting behind it 100%, then you have to figure out other ways to get to your goal. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So if you're in a smaller city, then work your butt off to be the dopest dude in that town. Right, so when she when that when that shift, I always say it's a shift underneath your feet that other people feel too. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you that guy that's working hard and is booking everything out there, and, and you're the man, then she know by by the time she it catches on to her, she know he's already outgrown that situation, and she believes in him. It's not something that's oh I just want to do it. I want to be on TV. It's something that he's passionate and he's good, and people see that in him. I think that's the route to go before you uproot your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was the, uh, how did you guys figure that out between you and your wife? That's crazy. You knew, even though you didn't That's move out with the kids, you're like, all right, we're going to LA. Excuse me, come again? Nah, it was kind of like this. I'm going to tell you my story real quick. My story was, like I said, I came out to LA. My, my fraternity brother, my sans, if you will, um, lives here. And I would come out here and intern. This is way before I met her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I want to do this. Right, I was in the, I was in Jamie. This is back in the day, so just tell how old I am. Jamie Fox show was going on, and I I was sitting in the crowd, and I got an opportunity to go out and be on the show. So I don't know if I was an extra or something like that. But they pulled me from the crowd, but I was because I was here working with kids. I couldn't leave the kids to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? When I get done with my degrees, I'm going back to LA, right? She still. Didn't really know that, right? But I was like, all right, so we came to visit my... I'm going I'm to speed it up. We just come to visit my, uh, my, my sons. It was his birthday. He does it big. He does boats and all that kind of stuff for a week. So we came out here for a week. And in that week, um, she... Uh, I, basically, what happened was his uncle was working on a set, on the, mm-hmm. on the uh, Cooley High set. So he took me with him, like, yeah, this my this my nephew. You know, he wants to be a part of the industry one day. And what happened was the guy that was in the third slot on a call sheet didn't come to work that day. Right. Now, mind you, I'm still green. So mm. hours later, I'm sitting still on the set, just odd about what was going on. He came right back. He's like, Hey, you ever read a script before? I was like, yeah, you know, I've done something like that. He's like, here, read this, read this part. What I didn't know was the guy didn't come. You see what I'm saying? Mm. He came back an hour and a half later and I knew it. I knew the, I knew the scene at least not all the roles, all the scenes that was in there, but I knew, the scene, the two, uh, scene and a half that he had asked me to re- read it, mm-hmm. he put me up. He loved me, and I booked the show. I booked the booked the movie, and it shot for three weeks. And um, so she ended up leaving and going back to school because he was in her um, program. Mm-hmm. And I stayed out here, and I've been out here ever since. So uh, I booked the role, and and I, you know I booked some things, some commercials, and stuff like that. And it was just a roller coaster. Then, of course, as all actors will tell you, it slows down. That's when I tap back into my writing and start creating. Got it. Got yeah. it. And then eventually she moved out. Yes. Or moved out here. Yeah. Okay. Months later, it. she came out. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, what would you do if your son said, you have two sons, right? I do. Okay. What if they said, hey, I want to be in the business. I want to act. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what you do. I want to write. I want to direct. <laughs> are you going to be like, no, fall back. You know, nah. do this. Or are you going to? No, I'm going to support him. Um, here's, I'm glad you brought that up, too. Um if you ever watch my credits and anything that of projects of mine, 
my son's names are in the credits. They're producers. They're associate producers. Oh, okay. So oh. what I'll do is, just to make sure it's authenticated, is I'll take a few dollars out of their savings account and put it towards a production. Mm. So that way that they're actually producing. And if they want to, when they look up five years from now, they have IMDb credits. They have, um, you know, by that time, hopefully I'm who I, I would like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have a leg up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I have a scene in The Mind of a Single Male that they're both in coming up this weekend, Saturday actually. So yeah, I'm pretty, that's kind of much how I got them involved. You know, I would like for them to do, to have an option if they want it later on. So everybody watching and listening, mm-hmm. go ahead and send your resume <laughs> to <laughs> Baby Brooks. Baby Brooks. <laughs> Baby Brooks yeah. 1 and 2. 1 and 2. You know, so let them know. Yeah. Make sure your resume is, uh, I don't know if they like crayons. Right, right, right. Their favorite color. Pick it out. Send a toy, you know, send instead of like toy. your agent. You right, send right. like, you know, edible arrangements of flowers. Find out what his favorite toy is, their favorite game. Right, right. I'm just trying to help you guys out so yeah. you can get the next project out there. Yeah. I can see I can see my youngest son. Him being like, like a monster. I could see him being, him really taking this on, and you know, both of them love it. Mm-hmm. Bryson, the older, is would like to act more, but I think the, the my younger one would be more of the producer and director. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we'll see. And they get along. They work well oh, together. Yeah, they, yeah. So. they get they they get along very well. They could shoot their own little project. They could. I, I mean, you know I, what I mean, like at home, you know, in your spare could. time instead of you know after homework and yeah. school and stuff, mm-hmm. shoot a little project. They got iPads. I'm working with them. Of course, I help edit them and stuff like. So they actually do have smaller things that they've done, but nothing oh. major. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're kids. Cause how old are they? Five and three. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not doing nothing too major right, yet. Right, 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 right. You know? <laughs> Sitting in for the Oscar program. Right, right, right. Like, Damn, they got baby prodigies baby over here. Prodigies over but here. But you never know. You never know. Hey, hopefully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what do you do if, mm-hmm. let's say, for example, that they're not working on their baby prodigy project mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they have a sporting event or they have a major wow. event that they're doing? I think you know where this is going. I think I do. And you have something major to do mm-hmm. career wise. What are you going to do? Man, um, and and my wife is available. Let's say she's not available because I know you're gonna say at least you'll send her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she can't go either. Nah, then in that case, ah, uh, it's more important for me to be. It's, fatherhood is more important to me um, than anything that I'm doing right now, career wise. And it, and it just and this at the stakes that I have them now. Most of the things that I do, most of the things I still, of course, I get hired for bigger productions here and there, mm-hmm. but most of the things I do, I kind of control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the beauty of it. I did not have to reset. Just like Friday, we were scheduled for a shoot, and I looked up, and it's his graduation. That's what, yeah, something you see like what that. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had to move it around. My producers are upset, but you know I didn't even tell them why, but I just told them we need to move it. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, I'm literally driving over here texting, and uh, we, we, we finally worked it out where we moved it around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, obviously, you know you have mind of a single man. Yeah. So you have been single prior. I have. To, yes, I <laughs> in have. In your life, because you weren't married at the womb. Very much so. so <laughs> what was the worst date you've ever been on? The worst date I ever been on mm-hmm. was um, in college, and um, <laughs> I was dating a local. Mm-hmm. You know what a local is, right? Yeah. All right, so I was dating I was a local. I was a local in school, so. Yeah, so <laughs> I was dating a local. And then the first, on the first date um, we went out, her parents were there. Yeah, so. On the date? On the date. Oh. In college. 
Okay. Junior year, sophomore, sophomore junior year, and it was weird because you don't want to, you know, that ain't the time to meet somebody's parents. No. So. And it's the first date. Yeah. Yeah, and and the crazy thing is I didn't know that they were there watching the whole time until afterwards. And she's like, oh, when we left, we was dinner, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, yeah, and then the father offered to pay for the food. I was like, no, I'm going to pay for the food. I ain't got much <laughs> money, but I could do it. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things that I didn't know until after the date that they were sitting across watching it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, crazy. Uh, yeah, according to her, it was just so happens that they came in the, in the in the in the door and we were there. That's how she said it, but I don't believe that. Yeah. yeah. So no, they're by listening. You might see watching. that online of a single male, actually. Yeah, you might see that. <laughs> so if you want to see how this plays out right. on a cinematic approach, on a cinematic approach, yeah. <laughs> watch this. Mm-hmm. Watch Gino stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what did you want to be as a kid? Did you always know you NBA wanted to be in the player. business? Okay. Yeah, I, I did. Always know that I wanted to be on TV. Mm-hmm. I did know that different strokes and stuff like that. Um, Arnold and mm-hmm. um, Emmanuel Lewis, you know, those kids like that. Um, Silver Spoons, saying my age. But, yeah, mm-hmm. people like that, I always knew that I wanted to be on TV um, and Good Times because Good Times were real close to what my life was like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, and that, that's how my family was. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know what? And that's why I said that's how I wrote. I would write stories to kind of put us in different places. So when the Huxables came on, I was like, oh, this is how I want to live, but this is how I was living. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creeping by yeah, in the background. Like, <laughs> now, if you were in mm-hmm. the entertainment business, what do you think you would be doing, like, job-wise? Well, I guess, you, you know, well, your job I, now, or? Yeah, I'm a social worker, so mm-hmm. um, I, would, I would definitely be doing that um, and trying to open up my own center, which is a segue. Uh, I don't know if you're going to ask me this, but um, what I, one of the things that wasn't in back in Chicago, a lot of sports, we had those kind of things available, um, mentors that way, but never into how to get to be a filmmaker, right? Mm-hmm. So one of my goals is to kind of merge what I went to school for, which is therapy, social work, dealing with kids, and what my passion and how I plan to really uh, live the rest of my life and being a filmmaker is create this um this 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 program where kids can come and learn how to make films, um, express themselves, learn how to write basic scripts, um, put them in production and shoot them, and get mentors to come in, mm-hmm. and where you know producers or directors to come in and do like a camp, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's one of the things that I'm um, a pilot that I'm working on right now. So. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Now, what's something that people wouldn't know about you? Like just the a... I cry when I eat. What you don't know? <laughs> that? You don't know. No, I'm Whoa, seeing you eat. Oh, I cry out of my left eye uh, when I eat. It has to be good, and it has, it has to be, or either I have to. So, be if it's hungry. bad food, you won't cry. Nah, nah. But you know, like literally, like tears. Like people be like, "Are you crazy?" So next time we're eating, you're probably gonna be watching. I'm me, gonna right? be watching you eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like yeah, staring so, at you, like, mm-hmm. "Why are you staring?" Like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually you know what's crazy. It's on my new reel. Um, really, I, I, need to, I needed to cry. And I couldn't get, I couldn't work the tears that day, so I was just like, you know what? Give me something to eat. Jump back in the scene. They filmed it, so that's so we're like, why? No, it's not. Yeah. Um, it's not lunchtime. You right. can't eat. Yeah, like, so, no, just give me some food. Watch, I'll do it. But yeah, that's 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 it. I, and um, that's one crazy. of the biggest things. Yeah, you don't know about me. Yeah, that's, 
I like that one. That's definitely. Yeah, I want to say it's the best one I think I've heard so far. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm like that's the I'm best one. <laughs> like I've never heard nobody say that. But it's different. That it's is different. unique. Yes, yes. <laughs> what about your favorite reality mm-hmm. show? Yeah, I, I'm a huge reality. It's crazy because I, I write so much, but mm-hmm. um, I love reality shows. Of all time, is Real World because that's okay. I would you know up until. Season 17, I'll probably watch everyone, every episode. And then mm-hmm. MTV kind of fell off. Um, but now, I mean, I, Guilty Pleasure, I'll watch uh, Love and Hip Hop every now and again. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm more like Shark Tank. Stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I'll be looking for ways to try to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff, those kind of reality shows. I really wanted to, another thing people don't know about me, but it's kind of merged with reality shows, so both questions. I want to be on The Amazing Race. Ah, oh, you know what? <laughs> I do too. Yes. <laughs> I, and I had that conversation yes. with someone before. I wanted oh, to okay. listen to the podcast, but mm-hmm. a friend of mine, we were going to submit tapes. Wow. But. I want to go. I can't do it. Why? Because you have to be a good swimmer. Oh, oh wow. and I'm not a good swimmer. That's like practice one day. <laughs> I know, like I can swim, I can survive swim. Got it. Wow. But if, like we were on a team, you'd be mad at me. Survive swim. I don't know. <laughs> like I can get there, mm-hmm. but you know they got to do it for speed. I might train. You know. Just yeah, because, you know. I think. Listen, that would be dope. Yeah. I, it's only two reality shows that I would really do because you know, I would. I think it would be something like. That I I even try Survivor, but I'm hypoglycemic, so I probably would, I probably pass out out yeah, there. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I can't. Do <laughs> but if I get my swimming game up, yes, I'm gonna hit you up. Please, and I'm let's like, do all it. right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, we might do this podcast again after we do the amazing, absolutely, absolutely. amazing race. Uh, we gonna, and I'm it's a, summertime, so I can. I and can I'm gonna find out when when the um the submissions. Are yes, and I'm gonna okay. hit us. So just okay. so y'all know. Yeah, so we all know it's on. It's on podcasts, it's on Periscope. I'm going to learn how to swim yeah. better because I can swim. There it is. But I'm going to step it up. There it is. Because <laughs> I don't know if they test or anything like that. They probably do. Yeah, they probably do. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, last one before we learn another random question. I mean, superpower. This is fun. Yeah, so. good. No, um, You're the superpower. Make it good. superpower. That's crazy. Um, don't make it lame. No, nah, because I, I mean, uh, lame and, and expected would be I would love, I would, of course would love to fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And this is this is mine of a single male answer hey. too. If I could, if I could like see through things, mm-hmm. I would be. That's I, nasty. I know, but that don't necessarily mean I'm that. I like too. he being nasty. I, you know, I can because that's you know that's where I went, I and everybody's thinking like mm, he being nasty. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a combination. I'll be honest with you, but no, nah, something like that that um, you know you might hear, but not a lot of. I would like to see, kind of be able to. What is what, it, what kind of vision is that? X ray. Wait, the see through. Yeah, I guess, that's, Maybe maybe it's X-ray. Or we want to see really far. That's different. No. Just X-ray. Just just not X-ray. So someone not if walking it looks down like, the street, you gonna see her naked. I want to see like X-ray shows like a different color. I couldn't tell. I want to see was what it actually looks like in your pocket. Oh, so, you want to see like a three D version maybe? Oh, okay, so you want to see what's in someone's pocket, not see what they look like naked. Nah, nah. Just the items in the clothes. Nah. No. What? <laughs> Maybe maybe Nia Long or Beyonce, but I was, that's actually another question I had yeah. too. I so, was wondering who would be your celebrity, like if you could, you know, your love that. interest because you're acting, you're, me, you're acting, right, 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 but in the scene, in the scene. Oh, I thought you were talking about 
No, uh, no. So oh, right. Maybe in real life. <laughs> no, I mean, I got a pass. Or someone. I got okay. one pass. Okay. Because this is what I said, too. I told someone. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, because someone at my job, they're like, oh, he's cute. I'm like, no. oh, he could be my pool boy. Right, right. But the pool boy that stays by the pool. He right. can't come in the house, pool boy. I just look at him. He got just it. stays there. So right. who's your pool girl? Um, Celebrity status. I mean, every, one is B. Everybody loves her. Oh, I'd go gay yeah. for B in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but no, after, after B... Um, Nia Long is always, and then, you know, so, and then more recent person, so people could realize that we like, that I like is somebody like, um, Regina Hall, man. She's just like dope. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's, she's dope. So maybe in the future, you know, being cast as Man, that would something. be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, work opposite of Regina. Hey, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's feasible out here. You know, it's for possible, people that are know? living in like Missouri or other states, and it's like it's you know, I'm putting in the work, so I know she's dope. So I'm putting in the work, and hopefully one day, you know, that work will pay off because that's mm-hmm. what it would have to take for me to be able to do something like to to live a dream like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. those are kind of goals that I set to try to get where I'm, where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what do you think you struggle? What are your personal struggles in this business? Managing time, managing time, and what it was. Um, over the last one. Did it stop again? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and what it was over the last one, last year, it was telling people no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That goes back to the whole picking. I've been more selective. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can't say yes to everything that people approach me with. Um, but just, just, I would just say just managing my time and, and being more selective is a combination. Um, cause I, I think I, I can maximize my hours a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, if I focused, um, certain times. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You know, those are the things that, those are the, those are the, and being out of class too long as an actor, cause mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm, I'm so, I'm always creating, um, a lot of times I'm in that mode. So I, I out of class, you know what I'm saying? You know how that is mm-hmm. for an actor. So, you know, um, but that's it. Just. Get be be in class more often, manage my time, and then continue to, as I've been over the last year, be more selective on the projects that I go I be a part of. Got it. And mm-hmm. then flip side, mm-hmm. your strengths. My strengths, um, I think, I think um, my heart. I think people love me because, you know, because of who, this this field that they get to be around me before they even realize how talented I am, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, when it comes to, like, my, you know, I just think that I lead with being a good person and, and making genuine and make genuine connections. You know what I'm saying? If, if you do that, a lot of the other work kind of helps us, you know, kind of, you don't have to do it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, I like, it's a lot, it's a lot less heavy lifting, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I just try to be a good person and lead, um, and make good choices. Um, but, you know, as far as talent, I think that's a good, you didn't ask me this question. Uh-uh. If I had to choose between the talents. You know, I'm, oh, glad, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad you didn't ask me that, though. Well, go ahead. I'm no, gonna, no, you didn't ask no, me that. No, I'm going to ask you no. that because you already brought it up. <laughs> um, that's hard, man. Because, um, you know, I always envision being on the big screen as an actor. But being honest with you, I probably think of the talents, I'm probably stronger as a director. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think I'm stronger as a director, um, and that's and you know, but that, does that necessarily mean that is that's 
that the talent that I would choose first, I still don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, so what if you to choose now? You want me to choose? I want you to choose. If it's like one, well, I'm a, two, or three, I'll be able, I'll be able pick. to, I'll be able to write for the remainder of my life. Right, that's an easy way to to cop that out because I can do that in my. So you can keep time. writing, right? But if it's like this is your career for the rest of your life to get paid, wow, it would be directing. You choose that. I would, and I and this you'd is, rather it's, it's have a, an Oscar slim, that says best director than best actor. Actor by a slim by a slim margin. Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Yeah. And why do you think that is? Um? Just because it's a lot more. That goes along with that. You have to manage other people's talents. Mm-hmm. You have to be tapped into uh, what you want um, from that story mm-hmm. um, and connected to um, different parts of the film. Because a lot of time, everything is not shot in a sequence. So you have to make sure um, it's matching up to something that you might shoot two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a skill. Um, and um, I think I think I'm pretty. I'm becoming pretty good at that. Got it. So. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh-huh. I know. Oh, that looks so sad. Yeah. We'll do another one after we know our amazing race. There it is. Then we win. And there I don't know is. what the prize is, but we're going to have a boatload of money to yeah. Baby Brooks 1 and 2. That's what I'm talking about. And then to my <laughs> wedding fund. To the wedding fund, <laughs> To the <yes>. wedding fund. <laughs> so, yeah. When is the wedding? Uh, we're leaning towards October 1st, but we don't have a date yet. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Okay. But that's what we're putting out there. There it um, is. So let everybody know where they can follow you mm-hmm. on social media. And what projects you're working on so they can go find those projects okay. and all that. Um, you can find me at Geno Brooks TV. That's G-E-N-O-B-R-O-O-K-S TV on IG, Facebook, and Instagram. And um, you can follow Band of Artists at BOA Collective on IG, Instagram, and um, Facebook. So pretty much you can get, but most of all... Um, can I make this one point? <clears throat> yeah, as a, as an independent artist that usually posts our material through YouTube or something like that, um, and Vimeo too, um, I would say the the best currency that you can give us is hit that red button and say that you're a subscriber. Mm-hmm. To watch it, that's something different. But when you become a YouTube partner or owner of a channel, you'll understand that the, the subscriptions sometimes are more valuable than the views. Mm-hmm. So if you go, so if you plan to watch a show of mine, just hit the red button and subscribe, and then come back later. You see what I'm saying? Because we'll, because at that time, even YouTube can email it to you for a reminder or something like that. So if you don't have time to actually watch it, just hit the red button and subscribe. Mm, I like that. Really good point. Really mm-hmm. good point. Uh, a lot of people probably don't know that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. So um, thank you guys. Oh, I got someone else. Uh, okay. Um, thank you so much for listening and oh my I forgot to almost forgot to say my stuff. Yeah, yeah. So on Twitter and Periscope, Bacon Eaton Megan. If you guys are watching this, you already know Bacon Eaton, no G, Megan. <laughs> and Instagram, Megan A. Weaver, uh Facebook, I am Megan Weaver fan page, and I think that's it. I always make sure I'm like, it's so many you got a list. It is, it is. So I think that's it. That's it. it. If not, if I'm missing something, find me on one of those other ones and figure it out. You got it. It is. Until next time, thank you guys for tuning in on Water Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. Bye. Peace.